This is a news laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Hafta. Hello and welcome to another episode of News Laundry Hafta. Angrez apna lagan aur News Laundry apna hafta kabhi nahi chhodte. When the public pays, the public is served and address pe address are served. Please subscribe to News Laundry and keep news independent. And for those of you who have been telling us for a long time that we should have an auto renewal button in the sense that you do you know once your subscription lapses you don't have to again log on and again pay we have finally activated that so now you have an auto recurring payment option so you don't have to subscribe again and again it will automatically happen once it your subscription expires unless you switch it off the options are available only for visa and mastercard for legal reasons you can't do it for you know your cards from overseas but you videshi subscribers with other card uh, if you don't have visa and master and you're using amex or something we'll all activate paypal very soon so you can have the ease of going through the auto uh, renewal system so thank you again also we had our first nl betak earlier this week which is when subscribers can ask us questions and we do a facebook live raman sir atul manish and i were on it uh thank you for your questions i hope we answered most of the questions you had we'll do this every quarter right that's the plan every quarter and um so yeah uh, i'll keep giving you more updates on that today on the panel we have madhutrehan after long hiatus kehte na yes yay manisha <laughs> pande hello yes we have letters saying that they miss you anand vardhan hello and raman sir hello my name is abhinandan sekri welcome to the hafta let's get straight into what all we have to discuss today what all we can discuss if there's anything other than this that anyone on the panel wants to discuss feel free there was a asaram verdict which was the biggest news yesterday and apparently uh, everything is peaceful after the verdict he's been given life i don't think everything is peaceful really any uh, any I trouble i read that uh, the judge had to go into hiding pull his children out of school i'm not sure on this i read it on twitter so i'm it's not okay, confirmed okay then let's not say that so i'm not sure but i hear and I, i know that i read it that uh, there's been a reaction from the followers Okay. Anyone else aware of any? No, it's not just that. I mean, he has left behind such a huge property. It's, no, it's, no, but there hasn't been any violence. No, no violence. It's not no like Ram Rahim, like that. No, any violence at all? Because I saw crazy. some interviews of them. They're very huh. scared. The, the they think they, we'll yeah. accept whatever. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's been no violence. So we just that um, take it from there. But uh, I don't understand one thing hmm. that I've seen many times. It happens in history. that a man who's been ruthless and powerful and everything when push comes to shove when the verdict comes he kneels down and sobs like a child and this has happened in history in nuremberg trials that they that they just break down and feel sorry for themselves in my other job as a psychologist i've cracked this which, which i keep doing the biggest bullies are the biggest whiners i mean tell me from your life experiences the guys who when they are in a pack who will be nasty as hell yeah when they are one versus four they whine like fucking anyway so yeah he okay. cried apparently but are we going to discuss this we'll discuss this yeah. of course we'll discuss that um then saroj khan's casting couch controversy i actually am on the side of richa chadda shocking i don't think um anyway we'll discuss <laughs> that i think i don't think what saroj khan said was smart or sensible but what she's being accused of having said is not what she said let's be clear what she said she so we'll discuss that okay yeah um, we'll discuss that then parliament is not immune to sexual misconduct renuka chaudhry said after that and i thought that was a very underreported story while people played that on loop 
uh, no one has the guts to get to the bottom of that. Actually, try, there's no. The truth is, there's no industry, including journalism. Exactly, that's true. That is not without. When the Karnataka election bugle calls, Reddy brothers are in the fray again. Everyone saying all happen? sorts of stuff. First they disowned, then they owned. Now they disowned again, and they owned. No, one brother is disowned still, but he's campaigning. In fact, that's a very good report by Srinivasan Jain. Uh, you can catch our story on these brothers and Bellari and why that's important, which was done by Shruti Menon. It was an NL Sena project that was financed by you, our listeners and subscribers. Thank you so much. It was an in-depth ground report. Do check it out. The links are below. Then, uh, Congress name Sonia Gandhi and Mohan, Manmohan Singh as star campaigners for Karnataka polls. Okay. I don't know how much of a star Manmohan Singh is as a campaigner. That sounds... Quite the ominous. <laughs> <laughs> then there was the big news of the impeachment proceedings that were uh, de- decided against by Venkaiah Naidu. Was what Kapil Sibyl did, hurried? Was Venkaiah Naidu's response hurried? Is everything hurried? Are no systems working in our country? We can discuss a little bit of that because Somnath Chatterjee weighed in and said Venkaiah acted in haste. Enough experts weighed in and said Sibyl act- acted in haste. Then India approves the death penalty for rape of girls under the age of 12 as an ordinance. One of the dumbest decisions I've seen in a long That's time. That's worth discussing. Yeah, mm-hmm. even for this. We should start with that, actually. And uh, then there was a 10-year-old girl who was uh, allegedly raped by juvenile in Madarsa in Ghaziabad. That led to, yesterday I saw a protest outside Shastri Bhavan. I'm not sure what they were protesting against. They were saying justice for Geeta, but... BJP guys it was, not Because I, I saw mean, the BJP link. Yeah, they were not necessarily BJP, but people who want to like counter the... Liberal narrative in inverted commas, uh, but yeah, you know. Clearly, the story shows that this rape has nothing to do with religion. Yeah, I, I think it also shows that yeah, uh, India's that. social right is. No, we don't know that because it is being politicized all the time. Who the what's the religion of the victim and who's the what's the religion of the rapist and that becomes the issue. Yeah, but I think this protest was kind of trying to show that, see, we are protesting against rape and you guys don't protest against Madarsa rape. There was a, you know, major report on Basically, that. Basically, narrative to like Kathwa where it happened inside a temple. So here and it's happening in a madrasa. Why won't you? And like? then I, I, I by chance ki baat hai that I was passing by. So I saw the entire and I saw the posters and the slogans. Uh, it was a really And daft you did protest. not take out your phone and record it? Crack uh, reporter? Uh, I'm drive karun ki record karun mein marta kisi gaadi roko aur record karo RPF mere bund mein aisa danda marti na beech mein gaadi rok deta ab darpok ban gaya ab darpok nahi ye kaisa reporter hai mere gaadi marte to main bhag gaya tabhi to mere reporter nahi hu but we will discuss this also Yashwant Sinha quits the BJP after trying hard to get fired. It didn't, didn't work. No I country think. for old men. He's for old people. Three years trying to get no fired. country for old people. But I want to know it why, used to be. Why, why couldn't he just sit and if they're not firing him, don't... I, I don't know. Maybe someone can tell me why he had to quit. But he, he tried hard to, to get fired. He wanted to make a statement that he's quitting. Achha. And Maya Kodnani has been let off by the High Court. And she is free to go. So let's start with, Madhu, you wanted to start with the, the rape yes. protest? Yes. Now, there's a very interesting piece in uh, in the Hindustan Times uh, written by Ishita Manik. Hmm. And she tells the story of how she was sexually abused when she was a little child. And um, at eight, at the age of eight, she was uh, raped by, uh, molested by a relative, some uncle. And uh, she didn't tell anyone. And then a friend heard her discuss the size of this uncle's private parts and alerted the mother. And the mother then called her, to, as she writes, to question her. 
and then when she told her she says don't tell anyone keep your mouth shut and you, otherwise your father will get really angry and uh, subsequently she was continued to be uh, molested by this guy t- till her teens so and she in this article says that she definitely is against the death penalty uh for the obvious reasons one that in uh, silencing the victim and what she says is more important rather than to take revenge which she says i don't want to take revenge on the person who did it but i want instead to work for an atmosphere that changes the thinking that al- that helps children particularly report such rapes such molestations and um the interesting part is that when she is older she goes to the police station to lodge a complaint and she is all alone and they refuse to lodge the complaint mm. and her family is against her from lodging uh, the the complaint so she had complete lack of support um i would walk out on that kind of a family actually if my mother did that to me i mean all children have complaints about their parents that you did this to me you did that to me but this is not a complaint this is an issue where you walk out of the door if your mother is has not protected you in fact has allowed it to happen with her knowledge mother there was you, a similar piece she does not dese- deserve to be in your the space same. there was a similar piece i mean it couldn't be the same because uh, last uh, last year in the indian express by a professor in the us she is now a professor and she also uh, her relative had raped her when she was very young like 9 10 11 and uh, she had also written that uh, really brave piece and how she it was about confronting him once she was an adult mm. um and you realize how and and there was a family that um uh, i don't recall if she had brought it to the notice of a family but once she was an adult then she went back and confronted the guy uh, and that was a really good piece and you realize how common this is way more common than we think which is why this whole ordinance actually you know from this we can go into the ordinance and then into saroj khan's cause all share connected all my friends my age and a little younger i think i'm the only one who does not have a story to tell of molestation all of them have a story yeah whether it's a tutor or an uncle or some they all have a story so the data uh, some so boys know, and girls i don't know how i escaped kids. in fact there's a story in the news minute today right now of a whatsapp group a guy was boasting how he Uh, molested a, four, a 12 year old or a 14 year old boy and the whatsapp group people were saying you you rock bro and stuff and two What? people on that whatsapp group took pictures and reported that guy and he's been arrested it's a news minute What? I was like dude are you serious that that was a boy it wasn't a girl 14 well, year old boy well that points to this what this woman is saying that you have to create an atmosphere to make people understand that is not acceptable it used to be considered like you know uh, not only a right but also something to boast about that you got this woman from thakur mm. is doing it to low caste women and all that so it's been in our culture and now it's perpetrated into the urban affairs urban cities and whatever regardless it's a neighbor or it's a relative but i think africa there's a wonderful organization that has started this in africa in schools in south africa and their rapes have actually gone down yeah i saw that with education in schools where mm. young boys are taught that it's not okay yeah so um uh, let's anand what do you think about the ordinance um and it's already been used as a slogan in the karnataka election that we yeah, are tough on on it. there's been advertisements what do you think about the rape thing first which about the death the, penalty yeah the ordinance on the death Achha, penalty i thought you were talking about mm. no i am not a supporter of capital punishment in any condition mm. um so this is no exception but uh, there is uh, a culture of knee jerk political response to things and it is a part of it 
it may actually be counter to the deterrence because if the pe- uh, punishment for raping and killing is the same there is an incentive to kill yeah because then you eliminate the evidence so, uh, yes uh, so th- that's also a uh, um, case that, that uh, h- how much it is going to be a deterrence or um, this kind of uh, so there is a uh, an element of uh, uh, seizing the narrative the opposition parties were seizing the narrative uh, with their protests and with uh, this high-handed approach the government is trying to seize the narrative that we are tough on it mm. that's the but um manisha it's actually been used in karnataka you had uh, bjp ads saying modi gov- modi Correct. government kills gives deaths to child rapists sidam ramaya sleeping right so i do think i mean uh, cases like kathua and even jyoti singh's case your natural instinct to these cases is that you know as a society you feel like okay death to these guys these guys should be hanged but we know that there's really little proof that tells us that it has any sort of deterrence and again in cases of child molestation over 90% are um, people you know so i think because of this death penalty there may also be reluctance on part of family to where earlier they could go to the police or they could at least talk about it or report it they could That's be some what cases where just, yeah. she says that if i you may say nahi chacha ko death penalty ho jayegi chup rahe beta because of what i yeah. said mm. yeah. i would think twice exactly so i think within families also it will be like okay galti ho gayi but do you want also him it a death rules penalty? out uh, mm, the element that uh, there is no infallibility of human judgment right. the judgments on rape could be wrong and then you that cannot be undone sure yeah the, i mean which is yeah the entire capital there's so many cases thing. like that in america particularly because now with the dna testing yeah, exactly. they've discovered so many men have been incarcerated uh, so, unjustly uh, yeah but the conviction rates in india in such mm. cases is very low yeah and secondly i think if you really want to uh, deter such uh you know offenders you need to have fast records fast records where you nobody will be able to you know tamper with the evidences this is what happens the 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 uh, witnesses they turn hostile in such cases uh, if the case prolongs for say 4 years 5 years 6 years so i think the fast track court is the answer instead of uh, death sentence and basically he is arguing that uh, the certainty of punishment is a greater deterrence than the rigor of mm. exactly also i think um, a lot of uh, criticism on courts and judges or the nature of laws kind of gives a free pass to police and police reform which was i think prescribed 2006 if i'm not wrong the supreme court had uh, yes it's an ongoing process has so, been so uh, solisorabji committee was there several times and then prakash singh so, so, so that kind of gives them a, a, a free pass that because when you see the conviction rate it's not because fine in some cases the courts may be compromised or may not but the way investigations are done in a country like talwar uh, is being a case in point and there's so many others so i i definitely think it's it's a bit ridiculous that uh, one thinks that but the thing is it does convince a lot of people even menaka gandhi has written last week to mm. all the state police of state government that mm. police officers handling you know se- uh, sexual offenses cases they should be uh, retrained they should be i think another important part is that the ordinance route for something like this is a very big deal you know to give death to 
push it through as an ordinance uh, yeah. is is yeah, of concern yes. perhaps because of karnataka election when you're yeah, talking absolutely. about the courts it's uh, really like everyone not everyone a lot of people in india do have faith in the courts in the judiciary that if i go to court i will get some justice but how confusing is the court because you saw the talwar case hmm. it overturned completely two people incarcerated for four years hmm. on one judge's miss conception of what the what happened mm. and also led by a very aggressive media to blame them right so th- that was overturned now look at this this now this maya kudnani mm. all right suddenly she is innocent right okay and her cohorts are also innocent mm. the babu bajrangi is so connected then, yeah so mm. then uh, they are innocent then you wonder about the courts because first they're guilty with eyewitnesses who said that they saw her there exhorting the crowd encouraging them to go and and massacre people and now suddenly all those all that evidence is not valid what kind of a court is that and then again in today's uh, i think indian express they've uh, got this up government moves to withdraw hate speech cases against sadvi prachi and balyan yeah so it doesn't matter what you do it only matters who you are and who you know and yeah, who's and in power. power yeah exactly so with that equation so how can we trust the judicial system if it depends on who you are and who you know and who's in power these three equations it, it your crime does not matter it could be anything yes so I, you're not judged on what you did your ju- the judge judges are now more than ever before are catering to who's in power but i think um on a related thing but i'll i want to come back to this uh, and that you know justice for geeta rally that i saw yesterday um i saw a report on ndtv on manu sharma's um, early release hmm. uh, he's one of the only prisoners apparently who may get an early release uh, when he's just served i think 12 years or 15 years i'm not sure and usually that comes when you've done 20 um and you know they had shots of his the ngo he set up the prisoners he's rehabilitated you know the guy who was working there as a receptionist is a rapist who served i think 8 or 12 years and they were saying bahut manu ji bahut acche aadmi hai now um, maybe he's an acha aadmi i don't know but it just seemed like uh, uh, such a pr job and I, it yeah, was quite I tragic it. and and this. the thing is that what that lady said and i forget who said this she said if you are ma- if you have money you can buy your goodness you know because if guy who doesn't have a few crores cannot start an ngo give a job to 20 other kaidis rehabilitate them and say see i'm such a good person he has the money he is just an ngo he's financed it himself he gives jobs to 10 kaidis and say see i'm rehabilitating i'm, I'm a good person so i but the fact and of course uh, ironically this goes through satender jain of the amadi party who sat on it and said uh, no we won't let this go through yet but uh, they don't have any power to investigate even put anyone in jail but they can stop him from coming out of jail i, I think that's an interesting kind of uh, legal setup that we have but i definitely think that's very problematic because it's shocking to the extent to which it caters to uh, the rich and the fact that you know the four minute report was on television about this guy uh, i'm sure it convinced a whole bunch of people but coming back to um, this justice for geeta I I think this whole competitive rape outrage is very tragic because yesterday's uh, morcha was basically showing a middle finger to what they call liberals saying ki see you didn't protest her because she was raped in madrasa 
I think people have gone blue in the face saying this, even when there was comparative that you know so many uh, Hindu, you know Hindus have killed Muslims, so many Muslims also killed Hindus. Mm. That's not the point. That is not what the outrage. The outrage is about the support it it receives. The outrage is not about just a man being lynched. It's about people sitting from the party in power and saying that's okay. That is the outrage, and I think either you have to be really thick not to get it or not want to get it. Because I mean, it took me about forty odd seconds passing that uh, this thing, and uh, n- none of them g- could yeah, give a shit about even it. Yeah, because who protested it for three months, the case had happened. happened it didn't hit headlines till there was a crowd supporting it, chanting Jai yeah, Shri so Ram. Th- I think, but that that if is missed on everything. There are crowds chanting Allah Akbar and saying, "Usko ham pakarne nahi denge," and you can't take the rap- rapist. There will be outrage. It will make headlines. Mm. So I don't understand. And the media never. Uh, the media never made it religious. Religion. Never. This Khatwa yeah. incident, I mean, only but after the protest. Other than through Hafta, people knowing about this protest, did it get any coverage anywhere? Is anyone On aware? social media, I saw like BJP. And also then, who are you protesting against? Like the arrests have happened. BJP guy is the MLA there. He's gone to the house. Uh, uh, protest, the machinery is BJP. The protest was basically about hmm. that uh, minor who has been arrested uh, for the alleged rape. Uh, now the family of the victim is claiming that uh, Malvi of the Madarsa, uh, he had uh, been committing such crimes in connivance with other people mm. for a long time. So uh, police are not acting against the Malvi. So uh, it, it is. It was about police inaction. It was basically about that. But so, I thought he was arrested. Hmm? I thought these people were arrested. No, the uh, minor, 17-year boy, has been arrested. And one more has been arrested today. Whether he is the Malvi or not, I don't know. No, I don't mm. think it's the Malvi. I think another dude's been arrested. But yeah, we should check. Um, but I'm sure I mean, the police is looking into this. I mean, yeah, yeah, there's, there's been no swift ah. sort of action. S- Happens in churches. Mm. Yeah, there was an entire Mike is and his entire expose yeah. was about that, and he killed. And I don't know this Philippines dude, du- Duerted, what's his name? Mm. He he's a victim of. of I mean, uh, forget churches, madrasas, uh, or temples. Abusing him, maybe that may explain why he's such a so crazy. Uh, no, I was crazy just saying person. that forget like religious places, but what street children have to go through on oh, a yeah, daily basis? Mm. It's yeah. horrific. That is, it truly so is. No one's contesting that it's specific to a religion or. Uh, now. To a related controversy, you know, Saroj Khan, what she said was, she was asked at a press conference that, what do you think about Me Too and uh, that casting couch? So she says, Ab film industry ke peeching hai. film industry hume roti deti hai, rape karke marne ko deti. That was pretty much what she said. There's two separate sentences. What she's being accused of saying is that the film industry rapes us and gives us money. And roti, so we are taken care of. But that's not what she said. And when Richard Chadha tried to point that out, there's just this tsunami of outrage that says you're defending rape. So repeat what she said. Again. She said that film industry Of course, like any you know this thing. I think what this guy said was far more objectionable. What's his name? Uh, Rishi Kapoor's son. What's his name? Ranbir Kapoor. I'll just tell you what he said. But what Saroj Khan said, they asked her about Me Too and casting couch. She says, "Up film industry ke peeching kyu pade rehte hain? Film industry hume roti deti hai. Kam se kam hum rape karke marne ko nahi chhod dete." So what she's saying is that I mean, 
I, I don't know what is going on in her head, but they are distinctly two different sentences. Mm-hmm. It's not the same thing as saying is, कम से कम फिल्म इंडस्ट्री हमारा इस्तेमाल करके हमें रेप करके हमें खिलाती है छोड़ नहीं देती इंडस्ट्री is completely off which is a valid criticism but is she defending rape that's no, my point manisha rape, i think is know, of even if it was a rape job it was a very bad no no but that but look but, okay, I what think... i'm saying is i agree with madhu's criticism what she is being accused of is defending rape there's a very different i mean i can be accused of a misdemeanor or a bad joke or i can be accused of propagating rape there are two different things so basically which is saying sab karte hamare piche kyu pade hue are no i think completely i don't know how you're reading this but to the way i read it she's completely defending it she says that sab to she's her basic her remark is that humse film industry ke piche kyu pade rehte ho baba adam ke zamane se hota hai government officials bhi karte hain फिल्म इंडस्ट्री कम से कम रोटी तो देती है रेप करके छोड़ तो नहीं देती वॉट इज दैट इज सेंग एटलीस्ट इफ टुमारो न्यूज लॉन्ड्री इज अक्यूज ऑफ यू नो सेक्शुअल हैरसमेंट एंड ऐसे यार न्यूज लॉन्ड्री के पीछे क्यों कपड़े हो हम मतलब हैरस करके छोड़ तो नहीं देते सैलरी तो दे रहे हैं डिफेंस ऑफ कास्टिंग काउच विच इज सेक्शुअल एक्सप्लोटेशन and she is rape karke chhod to nahi dete roti to dete hain what does it mean no, that, we that's don't what know she that. said again you 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 flipped the it sentences matter? it matters wo kam se kam roti to deti hai aapko rape karke chhod to nahi diya pata hai roti dete hain rape ke chhod bhi sakte hain i rape you you come to me naisa aap kyun itne dukhi ho main aapko roti to de rahi hu rape karke chhod to nahi diya she is not saying that they rape and give roti what i'm saying is there two different sentences are being joined together anyway anand you have read what do you think she is a provider I don't think it's objectionable. It's, it's objectionable for what reason? I'm, that's that's not even. I'm a contest. surprised Bollywood that is always holding placards and doing all that. All of them, when it comes to this, were quiet. I'll just tell you what Ranveer said. Ranveer mm. laughed, sniggered. He said, yeah. "I have never faced casting out." Of course, you haven't. Your Rishi Kapoor's son. Yeah, I mean, what he said was far more objectionable. Sorry, mm. Anand, please. What she said was objectionable. There is no point about that. Mm. So. it was objectionable uh, but i am more interested in what she said later which is what sorry i missed that she said that agar aap mein art ho to khud khud badho kyun agar aap mein art hai to khud badhiye aap mein talent hai to aap kyun soogi kisi ke sath basically now all casting couch cases are not rapes of course or are not rapes and that was the point i was making in raya sarkar case in academic in mm. academic circles mm. so lot of them are compromises for jobs in academic positions and so in film industry so uh, now it would maybe twisted as uh, saying that you are uh, attacking women for doing this but uh, there are, there is a group of women which would compromise very early sure to get to the quid pro quo 
so uh, that is also what, everything what, is not the well, same if yeah. you remember this dilip mehta's film hmm. uh, on sunny leone hmm. sometimes cloudy sometimes sunny hmm. um he interviews some uh, starlets hmm. who are dancers in the this thing and they say very categorically two of them say that they said hum uh, jahan sunny pahunch gayi hai hum wahan pahunchne ke liye hum kuch bhi karne ke liye taiyar hain and they're quite implicit in that hum kuch bhi karne ke liye taiyar hain so if a woman willingly sleeps with someone to uh, get ahead in her work how does one judge that my question is how do you judge that because many sex workers also um like um i know of some high how do you call them high market or high class up market up market sex workers they do it out of choice when they do, they could get other jobs but they do it out of choice so that uh, you know like camille paglia has said that the prostitute is the most powerful woman on earth because she decides what she's going to do when she's going to do and how much she's going but to charge but that's from a western point of view yeah. i think like i'm not talking about trafficking i'm mm. not talking about i'm bringing another point of view in that when a woman willingly and i think that is what saroj khan is talking about and i think that there's a very gray area over here where you have young girls saying um they're willing to do anything it's it saddens me that they that they think they they have to do it even to get ahead but and I, i don't know it's very complicated i it is just a very uh, ugly atmosphere in an in an in an industry in any industry where they think that they have to do this and i honestly in the corporate culture in in journalism i have seen it everywhere sure i mean but i, I just think there's one important distinction to make in the indian context like for example when the uh, election happened hillary and and trump there was this outfit called hookers for hillary they were you know sex workers who came out in support of hillary saying that trump is a misogynist pig and it was a very i mean they you know had a really catchy slogan hookers for hillary they gave some really interesting interviews at the same time we belong to a country where uh, there's this documentary on rasulan bai and i don't know if it's on youtube if you can you should watch it uh, about the uh, the bais of banaras when they wanted to join the freedom struggle even a man like bapu who i adore and love and respect so much said we don't want your support because what you're doing mm. is evil and bad and this was the saint the mahatma who said this so you can ev- only imagine what the rest of india thought of of them in that social environment i think sex workers in india i would not look at as empowered while i may have that view of the ones in australia you know you've read about that article it's it's one of the coolest brothels in the world in india it's different but at the same time yes in urban india a lot of you know ladies do a lot of things to get ahead I I don't know whether it can be judged or not judged or how it should be judged like Madhu asked I think it's a very interesting question. Mm-hmm. So because I mean it's it's not like they're harming anybody else. Uh I I know people you know who have ruined lives to get ahead others lives. Here you just you know I think we should keep judgment to the minimum. Hmm. Uh only if somebody objects I mean one of the party objects I think then it is the time to judge mm. otherwise no, i personally one, feel we should not i've judge. seen it in one journalistic office and i and i even asked a coworker i said how is she getting she's so bad in her work how is she getting all this plum assignments and this and that and then i got the story but sometimes there's rumors also women who do well there are lots of stories about them that oh, she must be sleeping with no the boss talent. 
And you're right, but both are, the both can mm. be true. I mean, it's it's not like one exists. Obviously, that the there's a lot of, of jealousy other. when a woman does well, yeah. and they but say. But Madhu, that will show. I mean, if if you're getting good assignments and you're not able to perform, that shows in the work. So they will expose themselves. You know, even if if they're not good. and uh, getting good stories anyway so i think But that's I interesting think if a politician had said what saroj khan had said all these bollywood guys would have said ki this is what is wrong with india look at this rape mindset yeah but I bollywood mean, would not step up but i can see why it's it's not rocket science it's yeah. it's it's the established on bollywood now coming to what renuka choudhry said after that now that is something very few people discuss <laughs> because the power that comes with that kind of authority i mean i all of us who've read about the emergency are aware of you know sanjay gandhi and the women around him who had the kind of clout that they had even if they'd slept for that clout you'd have to no, be suicidal to no, 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 i disagree the women who are around him uh, during the emergency hmm. there was no sexual favors done hmm. uh, one two three of them were much older than him sure and they latched on and they were doing things where the way he wanted them done in working with Uh, family planning and mm. in de- demolition in fact of Ambika slums Sunil and all that Ambika. yes uh, so i i don't think it's fair to say that i'm no fan of sanjay gandhi and what he did during the emergency mm-hmm. but um in in that area no there was no sexual stuff going on okay but well, here's what i'm saying i think the if guy was were, into power if the, if if there were and i i mean i i'm of the view that there are enough people who have have got position because of of really calling them out would be suicide for anybody <laughs> uh, so which is that renuka's remark has come and gone and that's the end of that mm. i mean if, 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 like this, but she's not specifying i mean she's not giving any specific but she information doesn't have to what i'm saying is the, the pushback the wave that comes with you know journalists no, saying like oh my god look at this should be journalists see let's see let's find out and whether yeah. there was this thing about let's say it was in a madrasa like anand said suddenly there be 13 madrasa be uncovered where rapes have happened if it's temple there'd be 25 temples that are uncovered where rapes happen one parliament person says it let reporters cover 25 no one's going to uncover that. it's just you know it's you're taking on someone too powerful they can finish your life what can like a, t- a priest in a temple do or whether it's a molvi do or some bollywood star do but a politician can ruin your life and that is a fact of our country so no one no one's going to question that um before we come to karnataka election i will say that full marks to the rajasthan government on no problems after asaram's verdict because that guy has a following way bigger than gurmeet gurmeet yeah and a very vocal active uh, following and his ashrams are still functioning and they're huge if you go to uh, the one near uh, this talkatura road his daughter's running him ah so so that ashram he has a daughter mm. his daughter's like. taken over she's doing the satsangs and she's doing all the charitable work they were doing they have schools the dude was arrested was his son right mm, narayan mm. sai narayan so the daughter's taken over and she's doing everything but if you saw the interviews of the devotees before the one day before the verdict and you know there was a report on how preparations are made they said what will you do if he's pronounced guilty it was clear that they were afraid of the law they said what can we do we will just pray to god that he should he's been very good man we can't do anything apparently reporters who asked Uh, his followers after the verdict around the court the prison actually um i think it was a concerted policy that they'd been told what to say because they reported that every time somebody was asked them a question they'd say hari om <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah and haryana government knew about gurmeet ram rahim's yeah, case for so long there was paramilitary army 
चंडीगढ़ पंचकुला में हुआ एंड स्टिल लाइक militant uh, you know crowd uh, along that's also true it sort of has a question that one has to ask is what is with the people what is missing in in their heads and lives that they think that these people are going to solve their problems, problems. it is such a big issue that the kind of followers these people these charlatans attract yes and it continuing to do so with other gurus and all who fleece them dry mm. the kind of donations and contributions these people have and you see the expanses of what they mm-hmm. the yeah. kind of places they have they're quite amazing and the remarkable thing about it is that o- almost all of them are involved in a lot of good charity work while doing all this nonsense right. they also do a lot of good charity, charity work yes Okay. Also, I, two two sorry. things. First, is that a politicization of his arrest and whether he was would be exonerated was uh, and Congress using uh, that he was seen with Mr. Modi or this that was wrong. Mr. Modi was against Assam from 2009, hmm. and uh, uh, when uh, how do we know that? because when uh, hasaram himself said they had a run off there are reports in newspapers and uh, but there are pictures of uh, no they he, he prior to prior 2009. to the arrest even prior to the rape allegation he had allegations of two three uh, young boys missing from his ashram yeah, in 2009 yeah. hmm. and gujarat police had arrested him for this hmm. and uh, mm, uh, no case was filed not arrested case was filed and then he he got very angry at modi and said that dekhte hain ye kaise chief minister rehta hai ye past ye aise so it it was second is mr asaram is more dangerous in a way that he actually believes in what he says at least uh, the charltons don't believe in what they say but he actually believes because he had ordered uh, some uh, people to do black magic against his enemies to get them killed so actually he believes in that nonsense that will happen and that that is very dangerous because what he did mislead people is most people will do maybe uh, you and me all will also do when we have such power mm. and uh, blind following but he actually believes, believes in that bullshit. that kind of thing so no th- but th- they all do sri sri ravi shankar believes in this uh, the kriyas he teaches which no, probably that, works that is, guru, that is they the all different work. meditation black magic doesn't work. no meditation always works <laughs> Huh. No, black magic is what is black, black magic? magic? Black magic, I don't, don't, don't know about. Tantra, they believe in. But um, most of them. Yeah. Before moving on, I just had a small announcement, and then I have an email to read. Um, so, and you know, before I go on with the rest of the stuff, I want to really thank all the subscribers who joined us and sent us questions and feedback on NL Bethak. NL Bethak is a feedback session for our subscribers only. um all of us have gone through the feedback we made notes for those who couldn't make it to the live session you can check out the video on the news launch subscribers facebook group it's only for subscribers at facebook group we've also converted into a podcast both the podcast and video link are in the description below uh, and one of the feedback that we've been getting for a long time was to activate the recurring payment like i said at the beginning of the show we have activated that and um also um i'd like to take this opportunity to appeal to our subscribers to get your friends and family and some more people to subscribe the karnataka election is coming our very own award winning journalist manisha and crack young reporter amit will be going to karnataka and traveling there um it will be about a 15 to 20 day travel schedule it can cost anything from you know 2 and 1/2 to 4 lakh so i would request you to please subscribe 
uh, and uh, we'll put an NL Sena project for that and we don't necessarily have an aim but uh, if you can you know top it up then they can cover as much ground as possible so thank you subscribers and Mufat Khors do consider funding ground reports because when the public pays the public is served Mufat Khors are not listening to this Mufat Khors no they are listen to Muf, the, the free version we make sure okay. all these appeals are outside I see. in the free version <laughs> so this email is from Abhishek Abhishek says I've been a subscriber for more than a year really like your work I would want to weigh in on the recent discussion on rapes in India well Abhishek we discussed that today as well he said, I have certain suggestions. Can NL do a project on effectiveness of fast-track courts in India? Well, I'm sure we can. It'll take a long time and resources. We'll have to go through all the fast-track courts, how long they took. And he says, my roommate had this idea. Every day we hear in news, rape happened. But we never hear about if anyone has been put in jail. People don't have fear about the implications. So he said, like, a data thing about how many rapes. Actually, Indian Express had a data set on the conviction rates. But they didn't have how much punishment who received. So... Yeah, I think uh, that's possible. Also, please get back Professor Anand and Madhu. Without Madhu, ma'am, the level of discussion has really gone down. <laughs> Abhinan and I have meant to be free-flowing discussion, but I would like you guys to come prepared for the topics. Thanks, Abhishek. Thanks, Abhishek, for your feedback and your inputs. See, Madhu's here. Anand uh, is very busy, he says. We've been sending, you know, the email, but yeah, whenever he's free, I'm sure he'll join us. Uh, but yeah, that's the email here now. Now, what we have is this um, Karnataka election. Um, can you just give us a little overview, Anand, since you are the analyst in this piece? And then, uh, Raman sir, you could weigh in on what you think are the important issues. <laughs> what What does one look at it in Karnataka? How important or unimportant is it? And what are the issues? It would be uh, important only if, if a spillover effect is factored in. So, uh, will it set the narrative for the general elections? So, uh, mm, there are... Uh, Sir, you had told me once on this show that data says that... Uh, uh, the mm, assembly election results in penultimate years have not necessarily set the tone for general elections. Correct, I remember you telling me that. Uh, but uh, what uh, BJP would be very uh, wary of is to not see a rejuvenation of uh, Congress if they beat the anti-incumbency in Karnataka. So uh, th that is uh, uh, where the BJP's skin in the game is. So uh, mm, th that is thing. Second is that uh, it is it would be a semi-laboratory for identity politics too. So uh, it would be interesting to see the voting patterns in that way too. It means uh, it has already uh, been scripted as a kind of laboratory for identity politics of different kinds. So uh, that uh, is also something that has to be factored in. And third is uh, uh, BJP's ambition of getting uh, or uh, at least to one uh, critical foothold in South India. Okay, for those of you uh, not in the know, Karnataka is where Ram Sene, all those uh, pub attacks and all that happened with all these loony Hindu outfits that even the BJP actually distanced themselves from. So, um, Raman sir, your no, view, I, what are the main... I think the election here is relevant because I think Karnataka is perhaps the only state where the Congress uh, rules. I think right. that's the last... Yes. Last state. So, so uh, the election is Punjab relevant. Is there. Punjab is there. Of course, I mean, they've just won in mm. Punjab. Uh, 
this is one reason and the second is uh, the 2019 elections so it is being seen as uh, one major election i think there are two two more states rajasthan is also due before they are also there but but this is in a run up hmm. to 2019 um i think so far i mean as an outsider who has not gone to karnataka all that i've uh, i mean the seat Uh, people, uh, we have seen these politicians fighting for their sons and daughters and relatives uh, yeah. for get getting the that tickets. And the second uh, thing was this Reddy brothers, who are known for their huge mining scam. Yeah. Seven of their family members they got have got tickets. So obviously they have enough clout. Yeah. And Janardhan Reddy is apparently managing the campaign there. Even though he's not been allowed to enter. Well, I mean, uh, Amit Shah very categorically said that we have nothing to do with him, but there's video evidence showing yeah. that he actually is, you he's know, leading this campaign yeah. there. But uh, make your pitch, Manisha. Uh, what do you want to go there to cover? And uh, for the listeners listening in, um, why should they, you know, give us money on this? So one project? of the we have a bunch of stories, but one thing that I was really keen on exploring was that after Maharashtra, Karnataka has the highest rate of farmer suicide. Uh, so I want to travel to North Canada, uh, also Mysore and Mandapa, where a lot of sugarcane farming happens, where there's been a lot of suicides. I wanted to look at uh, whether that's an issue uh, in the elections or not. If not, why? Because we really haven't heard so much. I mean, when there's Maharashtra elections, we do even Bundelkhand for that matter. There's always you know the the farmer voter and what is where's the farmer going. So I wanted to explore that story. um we also wanted to go to the coast where a lot of these right wing uh, groups are active a lot of the uh, places like mysore and around so we want to go there maybe spend a day look at how the campaigning is happening uh, especially where these right wing groups are active and of course get you lots of interviews so on that note please do give to this um initiative not an initiative yeah. this entire ground report of manisha that's her pitch she'd like to go spend 18 20 days i'm sure we'll get great reports from her and uh, amit the link is below sorry mother please uh, the wait. question i wanted to ask anand is that obviously um given the rural population and the agricultural numbers of farmers isn't that a big enough vote bank for the government to pay attention to them why haven't they in karnataka or in india uh, throughout the country i mean the suicides are everywhere we have uh, discussed it when during the course of uh, farmer agitations my point is that uh, uh, farmers are the biggest uh, appeased groups in india so uh, uh, different governments try to appease them through different ways so uh, and uh, the era of uh, big farmer leaders like mahender singh tiket or say charan choudhry uh, charan singh and uh, uh, that is over now uh, the why are there no new farm leader farm leaders like when tiket mahender singh tiket did took a rally <coughs> brought a rally to delhi the whole country stopped and listened to him Hmm. I uh, think because aspirational now. It, it was a But time. But so are the farmers. It was a time of uh, say post green revolution, newfound affluence in some parts of India, particularly in the north India and this. Yeah, there was affluence in Punjab farmers, but uh, that is not the case anymore, is it? Mm. So in also in say the wheat citadel of western Uttar Pradesh, where Chaudhary Charan Singh belongs to, his son Ajit Singh. And his son didn't really take his cause forward. 
he just became like any other politician right mm. as is inevitable in politics but recently we had seen a very good uh, rally of kisans in maharashtra yeah that uh, was so a which was terrific but okay. because i guess also farmers don't it's not a voter base in the sense like it's they don't vote on they're fragmented yeah they're fragmented, uh, fragmented. same considerations they're not, as not a else. vote bank caste uh. religion and all that okay. religion also mm-hmm. uh, professional professional groups considering farming as a profession are not so organized in india in any way means right so i want everyone's view on this on the panel i'll tell you what the context of this is there was a piece of news that some people carried some made a big deal about it some didn't it was a up based social media advisor from vishwendu parishad turned down a cab ola cab because his driver was a muslim oh was this a vhp guy i didn't know he's from the vhp and in oh. fact he was also uh, you know he's some random guy defined him he's described himself as part of bjp social media team the photographs of him is with you know um, wearing the modi shirt and campaigning for the bjp and stuff and if you see street timeline is a huge bjp supporter so i was actually uh, at a dinner with a pretty senior editor or associate or whatever they call it executive editor of a major news organization and he was saying i don't know why the other news outfits give it so much importance he's a loony you know vhp twitter hindu loon and uh, giving them the kind of you know coverage that is being given is actually serving the purpose that they want served uh so that is why we haven't covered it at all we haven't even put it as a little news item so uh madhu you start D- d- does that make sense so do you think it's deserves coverage and not just vanilla coverage but coverage by like what the fuck is wrong with us i don't think it deserves coverage because it feeds into making it legitimizes it a lot of people will say great thing the other thing is correct me if i wrong if i'm wrong um these cabs are prepaid well uh, no you can no. do cash on arrival or you can you pay book after your, you can do either you can do because either. in uber it's prepaid uber no, also you can no, do no, later both, both options are available prepaid available. but the money doesn't cut pehle na it no it doesn't cut baad mein hota hai after baad. your ride is done ha huh, but but hmm. what i'm saying is it's already there what okay, i think that's so getting jo katega paisa theek hai wo jaane do phir i do believe that this if it is something really major like a major act of racism in america like starbucks starbucks threw out two black men for uh, waiting asked them to well, and called the, call the, the cops. cops on them and had them arrested and they wouldn't even tell them what they arrested for the cops in fact did not know what they were arresting them for mm. they just are creating public nuisance and that kind mm. of thing so that created big news and it really hurt starbucks they closed starbucks down for i think 2 or 3 days to sensitizing for real, or yeah sensitizing exercise whatever and trevor noah did a really funny piece on that uh, telling the blacks like this is your time you can go there and do what you like you can take in mcdonald's and eat over there and they can't do a thing so they're too scared and all that but i think uh when it's something like an arrest mm. of two black people or say it was an arrest of two dalits sitting in starbucks or something like that warrants uh, so what you're saying is then an institution large powerful institution is involved here it's one loon one on loony twitter one loony person who decides to do something i mean there are enough mad uncles and aunties who do crazy things i don't think that uh, it warrants uh, coverage in fact it's it's feeds into something that we should really not be exposed manisha it's not news how is it news i do think it is purely because i i would have expected ola to issue a statement they did Did they say something? They responded saying we are a country that respects all religions and they gave one of those 
हम सब भारतीय हैं अपनी मंजिल एक है टाइप second is idiotic because how he later he argued it that and it was a genuine incident in uh, kolkata hmm. that a muslim man uh, wrote to uber that his travel experience was very bad because the cab driver had ma kali and durga mata murti in his cab i see and uh, it was less famous experience for him to write so hmm. he was responding to it hmm. but he didn't know mainstream media now mainstream media would never carry that and by showing your bigotry you are defeating your bigotry you're also an idiot ha uh, you are an idiot also because uh, in uh, uh, getting even with that kind of bigotry that muslim man was also a bigot you are exposing yourself to be covered by the ministry media but that that man would never be covered mm. so it was mm. idiotic for your own purpose also but did he call well, the media and say he's done it how did the no, media no, get to he argued uh, it. he, he tweeted. tweeted there are screenshots of that mm. man's uh, mm. re, um, response to uber right in kolkata raman sir would you cover this does it warrant coverage there was a time when tokadia was uh, you know uh, in news mm. for all all wrong reasons hmm. and when i was, I, I, was the right i, I anyway. was with the express <laughs> and i made it a point not to give coverage to tagadi i mean the kind of statements he was making at that time and 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 i i just i just blacked out you know hmm. so i personally feel i mean people like i'm mean, tagadiya was still at some stature you know in vhb hmm. Hmm. at that time but even i found him a loony i mean the kind of statement you know, why should we give weight to such Uh, mm-hmm. and at that time print was very very i'm talking of 90s and the print was very, very powerful yeah. uh, very powerful so it i was i was metro editor and if it time. is for publicity uh, so i i mm. i i personally if um, we need to make a judgment on uh, such issues and we should not give any kind of coverage it is just this m- uh, means uh, drawing room they will die uh, on their own i mean the social media will take care of that yeah mm. means mm. it's a kind of mm. drawing room communal joke getting it uh, its way into uh, right. social media that's all okay i have another quick email this is from prateek sachan hi nl team i'm a regular listener of your podcast and consuming all your content since inception used on re i miss mr han on can you take it and close and mr sekri on i agree I can easily list 10 names who would be perfect for I agree. Please restart your older content. I'm feeling irregularities and absence of Rangankal in Hafta. Is he planning to leave us? Also, I and many like me would love to listen to explicit, uncut, and unedited version of the Hafta. You can give it a try. Upload your unedited Hafta. Keep up the good work. Pratik, we will uh, actually much of Hafta will be edited purely because someone's mic is you know sitting there, standing there. There's someone starting cut cut in the next room because you don't have a soundproof studio, so it could be a little bit of a uh you know unpleasant experience and annoying but yeah maybe we should do that we should do a live hafta like we've done it before we've done facebook live hafta mm. but yeah with resources we'd like to do that good idea pratik really do send us a list of 
I agree contenders you can mail me directly at abhinandan.sekri at gmail.com uh, we are planning to restart I agree uh, very soon so yeah we're looking for names yeah uh, send, send in your suggestions uh, and I'd also like to make one quick announcement a lot of uh, you miss our weekly newsletters and emails uh, to make up for our app we send a private link of Hafta and Charcha because you know, many times it collapses and the podcast doesn't play on the app very effectively so every Saturday morning we send a private link of Hafta and Charcha to all our subscribers just so you guys can download the episode from SoundCloud as well so look at subscriptions at newsline.com all the mail that comes from subscriptions at newsline.com in your inbox in case you haven't seen the email and mark it off as a promotional uh, tab so you know it comes into your inbox yes uh, now I have one more question for the panel hmm. uh, by the way I don't have a position on whether I'd cover that or not I, I, I have to think it through my other question is there is this article which got well it's an article where it got a lot of coverage on television on uh, News 18 and stuff there are these 50 IITNs who have quit their jobs to enter politics to uplift Dalits. Bahujan Azad Party. Have you guys read about this? Ah, yes. So these 50 IITNs have quit their jobs and entered politics and formed the Bahujan Azad Party. And uh, one of them has said they want 60% reservations for SCST. I uh, think they should have consulted Ashutosh before they took the decision. Of course, Aapka Ashutosh? Why? I don't know. I mean, I think his future is rather bleak. <laughs> That's like that. <laughs> okay. No, but, um, and I, I saw, you know, some of the interviews and statements. So before I ask all of you to weigh in, I predict this party will sink without creating even a ripple. Uh, because party politics is all about activating ground level support. Without that, without your ground game, you can quit your fancy IT jobs and say 50 of us will form a party. Not, nothing happens. But maybe they'll create a ground. Well, then it has to be built bottom up, not top down. So, I no, I just found this amusing, but... No, the problem is, uh, this definitely attracts eyeballs. I mean, 50 IATNs having a professional job, good jobs, and they're leaving and forming a party. So, that may... Could be the Makes starting news. point. Could be the starting point for generating, you know, ground report. It could be, but we know very little about this groups of. I think we it, this came in Times ground of India. Support, he's saying. Uh-huh. Not report. Ground, uh, ground support. Report. Support. Support. Uh-huh. Ground support. Support. Yeah. So so it will. This is a starting point for the. So you think this has a chance 50-50? No, no, I'm not saying it's I think mm. it's just the beginning So we don't know I mean Whether it's going no, to of be Of course we don't But what would you wager? <laughs> no, I I will not like to uh, <laughs> Predict Predict on Anand, this Anand, what is your view? On because I, I need to know more about them Sure Before I predict I agree I mean, it mm. may be an unfair But for ah. the sake of this conversation Anand mm. Firstly, it is a reflection of The uh, gradual depletion of brand IIT Hmm. So, IIT graduates with now, uh, I think, uh, more than 15, 16 IITs. Hmm. So, every IIT graduate is not what an IIT graduate was 15 years back. Hmm. So, now, uh, the brand appeal of IIT has also depleted a lot because of uh, uh, its proliferation as a kind of franchisee means uh, that is one second i agree with you it will not uh, because uh, the 
पॉलिटिकल मोबिलाइजेशन पॉलिटिकल से एजुकेशन आल्सो एंड कार्डर बिल्डिंग इज ऑल टुगेदर अ डिफरेंट बॉल गेम and but why wow. and cutting off this uh, say dalit melon that cutting of chinese melon was that uh, there are too many contenders for it there are mm. too uh, and uh, all see their prospects uh, in a new dalit wave and uh, uh, there are too many contenders with which they have to there are already people who are making cap- political capital out of it now it would be a kind of uh, say overcrowded toothpaste market of colgate pepsodent where you are introducing your own paste close up as well yes. sorry raman sir what are you saying no but why do we think that the technocrats cannot be a political uh, mobilizer be- because typically they're not it's like no i i would say no, they, uh, can no, they can be i i i disagree with this that's hmm. why i'm i'm trying to say, i'm not disagreeing with you know the That I'm disagreeing with the fact that we should judge them right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't want to judge them. They cannot them right be written off long way. You can't. Yeah. Uh, so I need to know more about these guys. Who these guys are? What are what are their backgrounds? Fifty guys from fifty IITs are involved. What are their backgrounds? What fieldwork they have done so far? And they have also applied, you know, for a symbol uh, uh, to, for the registration with the election commission. Sure. So so I think they. are serious about it so how serious they are and what okay, they yeah, are yeah my point is i'm sure they serious again like i said i'm not saying it's fair i you know for the sake of conversation you know when you prove a wager it's like jay prakash narayan of the lok uh, what's it called lok satta party what lok uh, yeah. yeah i mean i've met him a few times been on a panel he's a very well meaning and if i may say vain man <laughs> and uh jay prakash narayan from south uh, he has the attitude and probably he's very like intelligent he's a former yeah he left he left ias so he has the as of an ias officer that i'm fucking smarter than you worm will be in a million years sorry but i would be shocked if he wins a single seat in his entire lifetime because that's not how parties are created they're created by ragadoing the chan of the slums and spending 8 months convincing them one at a time to come and vote for you and it doesn't happen by by i just think that's anyway ni and mobilization also doesn't mean that somebody has uh, is good for politics for example yeah. the person i think is a keralite who who mobilized all these farmers for a huge rally in maharashtra hmm. Uh, it's such a beautiful rally it was yes. so so he was able to, he, he managed to have 30000 farmers on the streets but if i'm not yeah, wrong he's he's knows um, he was from the s- groundwork uh, political he, wasn't he from the cpi he's from the cpi he was from gnu and gnu is a political affiliation you know he, yeah, he i'm pretty clear he the, was the rally the wasn't political party. but i think so he, he un- the rally wasn't political but he organized he is from the communist party hmm. so i think he understands the how to work the ground yeah Sorry. I don't know if he's from the Communist Party. I think he's from JNU. Ah, okay, possible. SFI no, leader. I found SFI leader. I mean, he yeah. uh, fantastic uh, capabilities to you know organize such a huge rally and such a peaceful rally. But I don't know. I'm again. I'm not sure. Maybe the prime for, the prime mover wasn't politics. from the CPM, but I know that there were actors in that organization. who had political of course there were flags sikla mm. yeah. namo flag it was not the flags as the it was not a spontaneous rally it, it I means there took a while to yeah, yeah. Yes. organize it yes. takes yes. a while yeah. this, yes. this, this, yeah, sorry manisha what is your view on this no view really on this okay iits are the would, would are you looking for an iitian never okay. <laughs> i never held iits in Why high not? regard kya we know madhu is not into engineers she's one of doctors 
ൊമ്പസിറ്റിസ് Uh, it's the person yeah but this headline i'm reading the headline from news 18 50 iitians quit jobs and enter politics to uplift dalit this was pretty much the tone of the headline in most 50 iitians quit their jobs to yeah, uplift you dalit you know this 60 minutes said, okay, okay, hello you're from iit i'm also from iit now if i said you know 50 doscos get together to solve the crunch then you're begging for bad jokes i'm like, <laughs> I'm like dude no, we, we're not going to get anything done you know that right we're going to party news it just copied they just copied it from time to time i don't know compare nahi kar sakte one thing i will say in defense of doscos everyone who shakes their heads at doscos you have had more doscos oh making policy for you than any other school in the history i'm not saying it's a good thing or a bad thing but before one it's a very bad thing but that's why we're in such a mess yeah but what i'm saying <laughs> is that even as we speak nothing right now nothing to boast about i'm not saying boast something about something to blame i'm I, i'm not boasting i am just saying it is amusing to see people write off doscos like anyway yet every 5 years you will have them as a unit writing more terrible policy i'll say it's shit but to say that oh they don't matter they have mattered more than any school has mattered let's face it we don't know that but <laughs> matter the messed up things you know what Baskobal this Kandi is this too much Baskobal Gandhi Vikram Seth Amitabh Ghosh ab to but it's become really bad huh. like maybe so. during okay no what were we talking about anyway <laughs> why are we no, talking about there is this political party have a future i was saying ha no i wanted to add that um 60 minutes the program on cbs news in america did a long segment on um iit hmm and what did they say and they were just a, a fully glowing report on the kind of uh, work they walked through hmm. classrooms they were looking at inventions they it was an amazing report for an american news organization to come into india and give such a detailed report on iit they recently had a two day festival on uh, innovations inventions hmm. Well, channel for a documentary on Dosco that. Hi hi. Some no. got it a reality show. <laughs> well, somebody did do a documentary on uh, on uh, <laughs> Dune School as I recall hmm. and it was what? Shafted? Oh, that wasn't a film by Ashwin Kumar. Yeah. No, that, that was there was legal ghapla and then it was withdrawn. Anyway, hmm. that was not, that was fiction. So, what happened to freedom of speech there, Nico? I, I, freedom of speech has nothing to do with the school saying we don't uh-huh. want to we, we don't want to pay for this. Freedom of speech there. <laughs> my uh, for the listeners, my eyebrows are going up and down. What <laughs> happened? He blocked the, it. Huh? He I, blocked no, the screen. I didn't block Jack. What shit. happened to the freedom of speech there? Nothing. Huh? I, everyone huh? has. Have you all? Everyone has. <laughs> freedom of speech is <laughs> about. Freedom of speech is about if someone pays you to make a film, and I'm telling you as a producer, it is up to them what they want to do with it. If they don't want to show it to anyone, they can burn it. My job as a filmmaker is if you've paid me to do a film I make that film and give it to you. I can't say now you've paid me to make a film I'll decide what is done with it. If that is your transaction you don't understand business. It's not a freedom of speech issue. It's a contractual issue. Anyway, so this email is from Ujjwal. This guy can justify anything. Hi Abhinandan, my last letter was not read, published, nor was it acknowledged. Ujjwal, for this Shubham will be shot. No, he won't. I don't own a gun, but we'll throw chips at him. 
and if he catches them he can eat lays the letter may have been badly written but as a subscriber i like to stay connected with the nl team ujjal you can tell that letters are not picked on how well they're written <laughs> as we have read many really shitty ones not today but in the past people take time out of their schedule to write mails and a mail acknowledgement makes us feel good that our letters are being read by the nl team uh, i'll just tell you shubham often like sends me like eight letters before the hafta but i only have time to read three so it's not like it's not read but yes you're right maybe we should respond and saying your letter has been received and read what you're saying is kindly upgrade your app i got a response from a tech team that would be upgraded in 6 months so you're basically talking about the app and your thing is taken um i have deactivated my fd account and don't want to be on it so he doesn't want to take part in the bethak through facebook so you can send us your questions on email and they'll be discussed on facebook and then that uh, that bethak is uploaded as a podcast as well so you can listen to a um comments and you know responses to your critique there but as you like i pointed out in the bethak the cost of you know doing both the apps and redoing the website and everything is close to a crore and um right now to ha- you know spend that kind of money in one shot is not easy for us we definitely have identified the design the designers the engineers who are going to be making it and we've discussed this with them as soon as the funds are in place and if you you know want to spread the word and help us make the money um so there'll be two tablet apps two phone apps the android and this and the website um and we we're looking to you know get the funds together to do that that's why it's taking a little longer but thank you for your feedback thank you for your input and thank you most of all for your support appreciate it okay um let's start uh, this time with manisha on the coverage of the impeachment issue it was i thought one of the few times i thought some balance in the coverage um i i didn't see very partisan coverage not i mean in, i didn't watch z not in news laundry acha no no news laundry to we had an interview of prashant so that is a person's view so where's the but balance but we also had another piece an criticizing yeah, we had four judges should have the opposite opinion also we did have a, 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 a criticizing the impeachment motion we had a we had opinion a piece, piece criticizing the four judges who had who said the ball who said the ball rolling piece yes. but yes. we didn't have a piece a... against the um, impeachment Uh, yeah i mean we got, but i'm saying by and large on this issue uh, oh that it's a silly idea and congress shouldn't have yeah. okay I, but i think by and large on we this issue we did publish some reactions late. though saying that congress made a shitty move reactions but, to prashant's article oh no that we, we don't no, no reactions to what did you publish we did publish reactions to the impeachment motion where people have criticized congress yeah so that that's what yeah. Yeah, so i mean that's that's good balance but the point is can someone just tell me why this is important i mean uh, I understand impeachment is a big deal and it's never really happened to a chief justice in our country but why is it a big deal can anyone wants to weigh in on that big deal man uh, in the sense ki bhai that this 64 things were collected i mean if you remember the helka did a cover story on justice sabarwal mm-hmm. um and his sons uh, you know the malls Uh, there have been other allegations about chief justice but there has never been this impeachment motion like signature collection no, impeachment why motion was, i think why, it happened in 70s also and uh, it was rejected by the uh, lok no, sabha why was this speaker. uniquely a in big deal in 90s in i think 93 there was an impeachment motion uh, against a supreme court judge not chief justice hmm. and then again i think in 
have you know signed the petition and they have so if you look at it that way it looks there was some kind of consensus among political but there was just one major political party which is uh, the congress and the rest were regional parties but uh, i think yes it but was a larger regional party like mamta banerjee came on record to uh, say it's a bad idea hmm. so but but i feel that i feel that they did not give proper reasons to impeach the cgi they did not draft their impeachment petition uh, you know in a very legal manner within the congress manmohan singh is not signing it mm. the uh, chidambaram is not singhvi is not signing it another senior singhvi has not signing it singhvi signed it yes ha huh. but but another other senior uh, politician was initially reluctant it. but later he signed later he signed it chidambaram didn't sign it Chitambaram, I don't know. Manmohan Singh. Salman Khushi didn't sign it. Ah, in fact, he went appeared, on record and said, "I didn't know anything about like it." It appeared more like a, uh, you know, this Kapil Sibyl's, you know, brainchild. Ah, brainchild. Like, like 66A. It looked more, more like a political move than uh, you know, a real. Uh, no, good, what I'm saying well is, why, why is this a big deal, this Chief Justice, that these parties, whatever, even 64 of them, thought this is big enough to sign. what why is that i mean is there a political motive i mean something no, no, that they, is bound to they, fail i think there was definitely a situation and and these politicians tried they just pounced over the situation and they they tried to take political mileage out of it there was a situation when the four judges four senior judges of the supreme court are talking about their cji you know uh, they they're telling that how is uh, yeah inappropriate uh, allocation of partisan in you know uh, passing on cases i mean the bench fixing the benches and all so so there was a situation and these politicians uh, they did not uh, they, they just try to take political mileage out that's what i feel now i have a question for everybody simple one you don't have to take very long to answer this why has yashwan sinha quit the bjp this is no country for old people <laughs> we are being sidelined all yeah, are look at itna tajurba we matlab you're bugging yourself in the old people i think he's the same age as me look so lk advani point is point lk advani yashwan sinha madhut rehan side mein phenk diya the margdarshak mandal politician with iska congress ka no why did he quit you know i'll tell you one thing the thing is that in politics one has to at some point face reality that if you have become irrelevant or people see you as irrelevant you don't wait till you're dropped humiliated pushed out hmm. you walk away with your he- head held high and do something else hmm. he's doing ch- philanthropic work now he could have done it 3 years ago 4 years ago is it and to do with age or are you just saying relevance and that could be age agnostic i think there is an element of age in it because there's a heavy bias towards getting somebody younger with this government as they did with removing all the old people which i'm not against because i think senility is an issue and <laughs> one has to one has to deal with the facts 
that uh, ill health, senility, all these things happen as you get older. But mm-hmm. there are many old people who are smarter than a lot of young people who wake up earlier, work out, do all the stuff when old people, are, young people are still getting out of bed at noon. So I, I don't know if it's just to do with age or prejudice against old age or what. So there's a, I think one has to see the balance in this. That it, I think it was good for the BJP to bring in fresh blood. How old is Yajurappa? Thinking of Jashwant. Yajurappa is 70 as well, isn't he? He is 70 plus. Ah. Jashwant is, see, he was an IS officer. He came into BJP and he was given weightage, you know, at one point of time, being, uh, you know, his position in the administrative setup. Lot of administrative experience he had. He became the finance minister. He was living in the same mold. He never had a mass base. And here is a leader like Modi, I mean, who's completely into, uh, you know, people uh, game. So he, he did not find him relevant, you know, in today's politics. But that's right, that's a big point because, <clears throat> for example, the reason why Kamal Nath has survived from Indira Gandhi's yes. time, mm. from Indira Gandhi to Sanjay Gandhi. Because he can't lose to, Chindwara, come yeah, what may. He will not, he's got a base in Chindwara yes. that really, he does a lot Sharad of work Pawar? there. Sharad Pawar, the kind of they pay attention to their constituents. A journalist who was uh, had accompanied him during the UP, I think when he was Commerce Minister to Tokyo, there was some this thing that they had gone for some seminar or whatever it is in Tokyo, and um, there she told me that there was a stall, a Chindwada stall, not a Madhya Pradesh stall or an India stall, a Chindwada stall with people from Chindwada, and wherever he goes. There is a Chindwada, like, you know, bonus. So, they say he can't lose Chindwada even if Congress loses pretty much everything else. He's got medical facilities uh, built over there, education, water, electricity. These are the basic things Mm. that he really Mm. pays a lot of attention to. Sorry, Anand, you were saying? Means you have to be uh, very wary of uh, bureaucrats who leave uh, their job in uh, mid-term and join politics because they are... Uh, leaving powerful positions for higher power and they mm. can get impatient quite early it, that is very different that is very different from uh, bureaucrats who join politics after retirement right. he didn't do that he i think joined politics in 84 mm. he had a lot of bureaucratic positions powerful he was chairman of dtc also right. so uh, and uh, mm, and in 90, in Chansekhar government, he was the finance minister. And uh, uh, when Vajpayee government came, he, he was given finance ministry, foreign ministry. And now he, and for a leader, a, a caste leader from Bihar who has no very uh, much hold in the state BJP, his only uh, political ambition could be filled through Delhi. But and why is he, he quitting? That's what I don't understand. He tried to get fired. He didn't get fired. So he's quit. Like that kind of... I don't understand that. You What's have to go to Vanaprastha after... He tried 16, his best to be fired. Yeah, he Hindu tried his best to be fired, exactly. So he's but moving on. He moved to Hajaribagh, which is very... Uh, uh, a kind of hilly place mm-hmm. in Jharkhand. Mm-hmm. And he, he wins from there only. Which is a kind of very... Uh, uh, good substitute for one plus it's a very quiet place and uh, yes quitting because maybe on the advice of his son or I don't know Hmm. so I see so anyone else has any views on why he quit no No, until Hmm. he says he won't okay I think 
it was a very wise decision on his part. Guys. <laughs> okay. Apart. Please keep your recommendations ready. This week's song goes out to those who Madhu thinks are not appreciated in our country. I beg to disagree. I think they are much appreciated in our country. And India, no one ever retires. And, Which and is the song? Mere Zohar Zabhi. Zohar Zabhi. Mujhe maalum nahi. Abhi toh mein jawaan hoon. Haan. Abhi toh mein jawaan hoon. That's a very ageist song. Beautiful song. It's a very ageist song. Because it it says that Abhi Toh Mein Jawaan Hoon, like being Jawaan is better. It's not. Depends for what. I mean, if you want to play the World Cup, for sure it is. And if you want to like be patient with grandkids, it's not. I mean, if if I want to... Like, I'm 45. You're talking about stereotypes again. It was a grandmother in Australia whose granddaughter was raped and she went and she shot the guy in his testicles. No, I'm sure she did, but what I'm saying is that I'm 44. I still play football and I struggle. I, I mean, if I want to play at any serious level, I have to be in my 20s. So, Well, there was a 71-year-old woman hmm. uh, who first ran the marathon in 1983 and she was pushed out by men that you're not allowed to run. 73, sorry. You're not allowed to run. You're a woman. And then she ran it this time with the same number. At 71, the full marathon. No, I'm sure she did, but what I'm saying is there's, a, there's an age for everything. Yeah? That's all I'm saying. I, no, but I, I you don't presuppose that all aging old people, like the 71 woman, year old woman ran a marathon. That's, you've got to be really fit to do also did at 94, but most 94 can't. Whereas any 8-year-old will run 10 kilometers without a problem. What I'm saying is there is, I'm not saying it's... But there are lots of 8-year-olds who can't also, who won't. But the overwhelming majority can we don't know that. <laughs> okay, my recommendation for the week is a very important one, I think, because of the rather, um, I find worrying discourse around this whole rape, death penalty, and uh, people who you would think would not be impressed by such hollow gestures do get impressed. It's um, Shraddha Chaudhary's piece in the Express, Tougher Isn't Better. And um, she goes into data, she goes into laws and how they incentivize or disincentivize certain crimes. It's a very important read, and I recommend everyone reads it this week. Uh, Madhu, yours? I've been reading Arun Shuri's book, Anita Gets Bail, because I'm going to be interviewing him, uh, which is, it's pure Arun Shuri vintage mm. uh, with amazing research uh, related to legal cases and how law is an ass. So my recommendations are, one is... A report in um, The Intercept, headline target journalist, and it's about how the Assad regime tracked and killed Marie Colvin for reporting on war crimes in in Syria. It's a really good piece on what she went through and her. Hmm. And another one from The Guardian, uh, it's called Fake It Till You Make It, Meet the Wolves of Instagram. So it's about a young man who made up 
stories on his financial success and oh, wrote on it. Hmm. And so it's an interesting story to read. All right. So I'll suggest Priyanka Dubey's report on the caravan, Crisis of Faith, the nightmarish struggle to bring Asaram to justice. Very riveting read and just tells you the extent to which this horrible man got away with the horrible things he did. And another piece in Live Law, Unanswered Questions in Loya Case Verdict, Manu Sebastian. I think it's a very simply, like, a lot of us are confused about Loya Case. We don't know where to stand on it. Hmm. He really, like, very simply explains some key questions that have gone unanswered. So if you want a primer on it, it's a good read. That's nice. Anand? I'd like to add one thing. Hmm. Uh, Maya Angelou's poem, I Rise. Oh, yeah. So still I rise wali jo hai. Yeah. Mm, that's lovely. Poem. So I'll send you the link, Shubham. मैंने उसका एक रिस्पांस लिखा है मैं आपको सुनाऊंगा इसके बाद पॉडकास्ट पे नहीं लोग हंसेंगे मुझ पे आनंद हंसने दो व्हाट आर दे देयर फॉर हंसने के लिए तो बैठे हैं सुनाओ सुनाओ नहीं अभी नहीं आई शेयर द जोक विद द क्लास या व्हाट इज दिस ओके आई विल जस्ट लेट हिम से इज आई आई शेयर द जोक आई वुड रिकमेंड समथिंग द डिस्कोर्स अराउंड इट अनफॉर्चूनेटली हैज बीन ऑन सोशल मीडिया ओनली इट शुड हैव मेड इट्स वे टू मेन स्ट्रीम मीडिया आल्सो बिकॉज़ because uh, i think it's an academic equivalent of fake news uh, so there is an american scholar austray truski who has put words invented words in balmiki's ramayan which when never there you're writing a piece on this yes mm. i am i have written up an academic paper on it i am uh, watering it down to be published in for, for a, I mean, simplifying it so uh, other than an uh, simplifying version we'll also put a link to the entire paper if someone wants to read it i think uh, we that, should that that would uh, that i would publish with du okay but whenever we can put the link it's not available right now the link it's not online no okay so uh, so uh, now it's a classic case of how when caught lying you take recourse to interpretations liberal interpretations well ramayan has different interpretations uh, lord rama is uh, has the strength of complex uh, being compel- uh, very complicatedly interpreted that is not an issue it's not an the issue is just yes or no with if you are quoting somebody that balmiki said this did he or did he not uh, did he or did not if you even if you say loosely translated in academics the basic standard of scholarship and norms are that first you translate the text accurately then give your interpretation sure. there is nothing called loosely translated and you invent your words that this is what and the th- more important thing is that that professor goldman of uh, berkeley university in us whom he, uh, this lady quoted that i have derived this from his translation is, uh, he said that she is lying right and in defense of this some great non sankristists came mihir sharma rupa subramanyam that's uh, this man sadanand dhume hmm. who don't know any sanskrit and they were defending that just because it's uh, uh, she has right to are bhai this is not a case of interpretation this is a case of translation f- false translation right. you are ascribing words to somebody which, which he never uttered. wrote right big you, difference you you are free to say anything you want yeah. to say but say that this is my interpretation not translation hmm uh, raman sir i would recommend this pratap bhanu mehta's piece on uh, 
on the Supreme Court impeachment. Mm. Very balanced view. He also brought out, uh, you know, I mean, the Congress, why the Congress was uh, the opposition parties are, were on the wrong side. He also uh, also told that the center, why the center is sitting, you know, over the appointment of judges. He wrote a beautiful piece, so uh, which was written yesterday in the Indian Express. And uh, second, Justice Sachar passed away uh, last week, and he think Madhu has interviewed. Uh, yeah, he was in, with us in Facebook ha, Live. Ha. Mm. He had done such an excellent report, you know, on the, uh, I mean, uh, the data analytic on Muslims. Mm. So I think uh, Seema Chishti has uh, written today on uh, her, and the Wire had also done one uh, obituary. So I would recommend to read about him. I think maybe we should take a clip out. One thing yeah. I wanted mm. to add that uh, only one wire uh, from wire I remember that published her defense and mm. her defense is as so, uh, shallow means uh, sifting goal posts uh, this is what now uh, playing victimhood that this is uh, so even you read her defense, how shallow it is. Means uh, for will just your for piece be ready by the time this podcast goes up? Yes, I, I, it can be published tomorrow. I will yeah. send tomorrow morning. So fine, then the, the link whenever it's available. I am just that. simplifying it for and shortening it to two thousand fifteen hundred two thousand words because it. Right, thank you. So Madhu, since you insisted, I will not publish this poem. I'll say it. That's that's it. Is there any family that I still arise poem? No, you have to let my Angelou recite hmm. it. Well, I'm not her, but it's... You're going to recite it? Well, because it's a response to that. So, why don't you recite the Maya Angelou? One second. And I'll recite the Abhinandan Zekri. <laughs> can't believe you actually wrote a poem in response to that. I did, because someone sent it to me. I had to send, her, send one back. Actually, I sent a response to someone who sent this that in today's time, if your wife was taken away by Ravan, would you go like Ram to save her? So, my response to that was that would Sita want to come back? <laughs> because she had a, whatever she wanted to do in this palace she wasn't living in a forest she had an intellectual man to converse with who was willing to do anything that, that she wanted for her and she was having a good time so why should she come back and live in a forest in Banwas? Good point Right, okay, now one second So this is the original This is the original Okay, so Madhu gave a googly She's not reciting it She asked me to pull out the YouTube video of Maya Angelou actually reciting yeah, it Because she recites it the way it should be done I don't want to do it with my Indian accent You may write me down in history With your bitter twisted lies You may trod me in the very dirt But still like dust I'll rise Does my sassiness upset you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just because I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room. <laughs> Just like moons and like suns with the certainty of tides. Just like hope springing high. Still I rise. Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes. Shoulders falling down like teardrops. Weakened by my soulful cries. Does my sassiness upset you? <laughs> Don't take it so hard just because I laugh as if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words. You can cut me with your lies. You can kill me with your hatefulness. But just like life, I rise. Does my sexiness offend you? Oh. 
Does it come as a surprise that I dance? As if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. <laughs> Out of the huts of history's shame I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling and bearing in the tide leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak miraculously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the hope and the dream of the slave. And so, wow. <laughs> there I go. <laughs> Wow, she was awesome, huh? Just how she recited that. Anyway, someone had sent me this poem once when I was young, so I had written this. Put me on a pedestal or post me high. I don't have the wings to fly. Pick me up or stand me tall, but still I'll fall. Not light as air or fast as light won't shine like stars on moonless nights. Like Humpty Dumpty on his wall, I'll fall. I'm told you can reach for skies, soar above the mighty ocean. Don't gather moss and stay in motion. Armani suits and Hermes ties. Have a woman on each arm, a farm, or orchards, apples, pears. Fly high and rise like no man dares. Glide and float, you've got to start. I try saying that to my heart. I can't, I'm rooted low and small, and still I'll fall. You have diamonds where your thighs meet, a ruby too on each teat. Oil wells, gold mines, and bank vaults too. Jewels and emeralds of every hue. My loins boast not even lead, no oil wells, just blood throbbing red. Your giggle rings like cash registers, your smile as soft as pus-filled blisters. Your laughter's like a royal ball, not for me, and so I fall. I'm not full of hope or full of want, no silk and satin can I flaunt. My crystal glass won't brim with pride, it's empty where my lust hides. A ground in a crater, an indifferent cavity, can't fight the certainty of gravity. And like raindrops in a squall, I fall, I fall, I fall in love. Wow. On that note, thank you for joining us. <laughs> Until next time, when hopefully you won't be subjected to any more of my poetry. Goodbye and good luck. Goodbye. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com follow us on facebook twitter and instagram and subscribe to our youtube channel